0: What time
1: is it?
2: It's podcast time. What time is it? It's podcast time. What time is
0: it? Podcast time. time. Yes, time for our podcast. And lots happened uh, on our show today. You'll be hearing it. Nick broke the law. In fact, not only did he break the law, he's going to continue to break the law.
1: Why not? It's only truly illegal here. Do I keep breaking the law here or do I just move? Well,
0: it fired up a lot of people <laughs> around um, <laughs> Melbourne listening to the show. Uh, it did. But also, we spoke to somebody who's broken out of jail um, and they told us everything, how they did it. Mm. Uh, keep listening for that. And obviously, also an answer about Alpha Bucks if you want to win $20,000, playing that on the Breakfast Show tomorrow.
2: I'd um, be more intrigued to listen in to see what you've lost at your house because. That's, yeah, I've lost something in yeah. my
0: in my home. Yeah, but now Definitely. I'm worried because I do want people to come into my house to try to find it for me.
2: They can't get in, mate. No, I know it's not they Fort can't. Knox. Hmm.
0: But even people I know like might just go, "I'll have a look around if you like." No, no, it's no, fine. that's it's good. Just, <laughs> don't, do you reckon the dog might look. have
1: grabbed
3: it?
0: Can't grab what I what I lost.
1: Ooh, who's on the machine gun turret
2: at your joint today? <laughs> 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 just sending rounds out into the street. I know she's got alligators and like cocks in the front in the moat. Literally. Real real Tiger King vibes. (laughs) And then when people walk across, she presses a button, it just opens up and falls down. You know when you see missing persons (laughs) up (laughs) on here? They go, I always say and go, oh, there we go. Must be Fees Moat.
1: Another postie. Uh, uh, (laughs) Do
0: you know what I do do that freaks people out? I um, Like if I've got a friend, I'm just going to drop by and I'll go, yeah, I've left something on the front porch for you, whatever. And then they'll get there and they'll go, oh, the, the gate's not open, I can't get in, but I can open it from my phone. So I'll just go, oh, yeah, hang on, I can see you. Hang on. Oh, nice hat. Oh, wh- why are you wearing that today? And they're like, what do you mean? So I'm looking at them on the camera. i done that with you, Leon.
1: Yeah, I remember Like last year I was dropping some stuff that you left here in the building and I called you because I wasn't sure whether I could ring the doorbell to wake up the kids and you were lying in bed and you said, just, just drop it over the gate. That's fine. So you couldn't even open the door for me.
0: That's right. Yeah, but do you remember? I never, We never talked about this. Our very last day of the show last year, I got gastro. Oh. Remember, I, got, I just got sick. No, that was James oh. Blake. Somebody came to my house, I said, I, I literally can't move. I'm I'm sick.
1: So, then, I can't remember what that was, yeah. Do you just send Robocop to pick up the package? No, or? Do you
0: remember we had like bagels or whatever? And then I got I was I had an appointment and I was driving home from the appointment, I had to pull over and I was like in the fetal position in the car going, I'm sick. And so you we, had we, gastro. But also I remember thinking, Why Well, food poisoning? But oh. I was sick for twenty four hours all night. But food poisoning thinking,
1: takes twenty four hours, I think, to kick in. No, so it's it quicker been... than
0: that. Could no, have been something food, from Lawn. Food poisoning, I think, works faster. Mm-hmm. Does any producer want to quickly clarify Could have been that? something from Lawn. That's what – well, then, because I drove home with Josiah oh, from Lawn. Oh, because he's an and Buckser, and and He passes no, everything
3: on to no, you. No, oh, wait yeah. for it. Remember, you whatever.
0: thought you'd eaten bad lamb the night before.
3: Oh, yeah, I did. And you said I was
0: up all night with the runs, and then I got that, so it wasn't the lamb. I think it was a bug. Well, you two, two I, doing on the
1: way home. Yeah. Yeah. It takes one to three days <laughs> for it to kick in.
0: Food poisoning? Yeah. yeah. I thought food poisoning was quick. no. Anyway, the point was I, I I'm like, Are you kidding? We've just finished work mm, and I get sick. Yeah. Like you like to get sick, Couple so you get days, days before, off. Yeah.
1: Am I, am I going to get an apology for telling you the correct facts? Or
0: um, I'm still sort of convinced. <laughs> I feel like I've had doctors say I'm not to me, convinced. no, like if no, food, no,
2: something, you get get in, feel crook. Yeah. It's pretty quick. It's pretty I quick. thought
0: I don't believe anyone out there. Daniel wants to join in. Our new producer, <sighs> Daniel.
2: It says symptoms
3: can
1: start any time from 30 minutes to three weeks after. There you really? go. But that's illness great. is one Mate, to three days.
3: If you're having a dodgy oyster, that's not taking 48 no, hours. No, straight yeah. up. Yeah.
1: That, but that's- I don't think that's food. Porn. I reckon that's your body just trying to get it out straight away. I don't think it's a, you know. It's like a
2: game, though. Like when you feel sick after you've eaten something, you think, oh, God, and then you go to fart. You're like, oh, no, is this going to go straight through? So like, yeah. Is like, is a turtle going to pop out? Real and, flipping you, and, it's coin, like, it? Oh, and you lay there and you hold it. And you're like, your stomach's hurt and you're like, oh, because you don't want to get up because you can't be bothered to go the toilet because that's just what, man, we're lazy. You just go straight to the toilet, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you go, all right. And then you yeah. do a little and then you, and, oh, no. And yeah. then you squeeze your butt cheeks and yeah. you run to the toilet. You're like, ugh. Blokes are okay. terrible. We um, just lay there do and go.
1: we
0: to do
2: that. Up, can always buy Keep a new bed. because yeah.
0: we're going to give you an answer to <laughs> Alphabucks. Man nappy. <laughs> Fifi, Fev, and Nick love a freebie.
2: Anything from free lunch to the free, free energy. energy,
0: which you can get with Ovo. Search just
2: the just free three
0: plan to find out more. Available to residential customers where Ovo operates. Decency supply. Let's
2: turn
1: it on.
4: The Fox Studios in South Melbourne.
0: This Fifi Box. Got your back, bro.
1: Brendan Favola. Blue pill. Mick Cody. Ooh, smelly. Are Melbourne's number one breakfast show.
0: Woo! We are the best city in the world. Just
1: love Melbourne's the best.
0: The guys every morning get me to work um, with a smile on my face. Wake up with Beep Beep Bear. Then These are the biggest street parties in Melbourne. People are
2: pumped up. People are up and about. We're going
3: to oh, Vegas, baby! Yeah.
2: Biggest street tour. Where else to go? Live on streets. <laughs>
3: go! Melbourne's our City. Woo.
0: It's just fun and happy, something good to listen to in the morning
1: Lovely Sydney, Fifi, Feb and Nick It's
0: a really good start to the day
1: <laughs> Prime Minister Anthony Albanese here Hey,
3: this is Taylor Swift you know
1: what, what up is Macklemore Hey guys, this is Pink Fifi, Fab and Nick And my favourite Melbourne breakfast radio show we love this city.
3: The Foxes Fifi, Fab and Nick Wake up with Fifi, Feb and Nick Live across Melbourne, good morning Hello you three, welcome to the studio Good morning, you. Good morning. morning.
1: Ah. How are
3: we all? You. We're good
1: <laughs> It's Wednesday the storm's coming, I think. Yeah. I didn't ride the bike in. The bomb was showing some pretty nasty stuff well, heading our way. Can
0: we talk about the bomb? Because I that was hot yesterday. It was, it was hot. Hot. Oh, yuck. It was, it was yuck. But then I looked at the bomb, and I when they do the hourly thing, I thought at about 6 p.m. and onwards it was dropping. Because today it's supposed to be like 21, isn't it? Mm. But Uh-oh.
3: I, I it's don't think it drops. It's still hot. Do you want to know the official forecast? 23 rain, possible storm, chance of a thunderstorm during the morning and afternoon, possible heavy falls in the eastern, northern, northeastern suburbs, winds. No, you don't care about winds. They're no, I like, uh, you
0: know what? I, yeah, I winds care are... about winds.
3: Well, they're 20 to 30k, so nothing crazy. Yeah, oh, man. They were northerly wind. yesterday, and the bike ride home was yuck. Oh, they're southwesterly, so yeah, sou- southerly's a bit gross. Do you know,
0: of all the weather conditions, I find wind the scariest.
3: Wind's the
2: worst.
0: Like You can yeah, give I me know. a thunderstorm, yeah. give me hail, but if, I, if there's a big wind, terrifying. i check
1: that before I hop on a plane. I shouldn't, because oh, it's not really? going to change anything. No, yeah, then, you know. to go down don't you down don't to go fly down,
0: above go. the wind?
1: We've still got to get through it. That's turbulence. turbulence. Yeah, but that's wind. Yeah. The, what do you think the turbulence is? But
0: can't the pilot just go through it faster? I think they just, he just has to get, yeah, sometimes, she, sorry, yeah. or he, just has to get, <laughs> or they, just have to get a bit above it.
1: Yeah. them. You've them still got, got to smash through it. You're going to know if it's bumpy on takeoff or landing. You know? See, I, I love
0: turbulence. Like I, really? Oh, oh, no, I really love it. Because I think I've had pilots explain to me it's actually very safe. There's nothing wrong oh, with yeah. turbulence. But it feel good. It feels like a roller coaster. I, I, I lean yeah, so into I it.
1: I don't like roller coasters. No, Neither do I. Yeah, I <laughs> but
0: I go, this is just a fun ride.
1: So no. you're more scared of a mad mouse than
3: <laughs> potentially being on yeah. air crash investigations. <laughs> oh. I went through cyclone, Jasper, in the holidays, you would have freaked out in that, the winds on what? that thing. Oh, yeah, up you in were up in North Queensland. Port. He was up in Port Alita <laughs> <lady laughs> nearly flew away, didn't she, she? She did fly away. I had to go find her afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> we're to be a big show. Summer of Superstars continues this morning. You're listening out for Jonas Brothers. When you hear their song, we've got tickets to see them live. Plus, we're going to be speaking to a bloke that has managed to escape prison. And go on the run from authorities. Good effort. It's how great does effort. how do you? That's a great imagine effort. Imagine the feeling, the adrenaline. We're going to ask him all about imagine that. Imagine
2: the fear of like knowing you're about to break out, like but the that adrenaline.
0: would be an amazing feeling because yeah. I would have thought or the authorities had thought through every possibility no, to stop you don't people hear, getting yeah, out. You
2: don't hear of many prison breaks, do you? No,
0: I love a prison break.
2: And isn't it nice? I mean, I, I hate a prison break. I don't. I don't care what the
1: person's done if they. If they've escaped, I'm more interested in like, how'd you get out?
2: Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Really? What, what
1: you did to get in, I'll judge you for that. But how you get out, I do find it impressive. I
2: See, reckon it alleviates. When if they you escape. say...
1: <laughs> Done. Done. You're out.
0: <laughs> Don't you think... I'm more worried about who got out because if I find out... They, yeah. you know, it was some fraudulent activity with their tax returns. They're, that, get, they're fine. But, but
1: they're not getting
3: out. <laughs> no, they're, they're not, it's never white-collar hey, criminals.
1: No. I'm, I'm right nerdy with
3: glasses i getting out. Yeah, You can ask all that when they join us later this morning.
4: 101.9. The Fox. Well,
1: I know uh, we had Ricky Nixon toot-toot on the show yesterday. The cops were looking for him. He had a warrant out for his arrest. I don't know how long I'm going to be on the show, guys, unfortunately, because I'm facing uh, fines and up to six months of jail time. For a crime I unknowingly been committing for some time, but now that I know, I'm still going to do it. <laughs> and that is an article popped up on my phone the other day uh, from drive.com.au. dot au, and it it uh, the the title the headline of the article was, "Can I leave my child in the car to pay for petrol?" No. Absolutely not.
0: Under, no you way. are
1: kidding. I do it every time. What, what do you mean?
0: Hang on. Not do carjacking. You even no. your babies.
1: Yeah. What five year old and two year old I've got? I what leave them in the car. I lock you not the car. Watch
0: Crime Stoppers. They yeah. take cars
1: with you kids know and whose babies. cars get taken with kids in them. Idiots that leave their cars open with the keys in them. What if, I've if I've the, got the key in my pocket, what if that's it doesn't open,
2: open it back up and it goes flat or something? And oh, the kids are there and it's a forty degree absolutely day. Absolutely not. And I'll use my head kid, to open you, it. You oh, <laughs> don't. <the whole>
1: car. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I
0: don't. I'm not. I don't want to be judgy.
2: You are.
0: But. So for me, they're the most precious thing in the world to me. Yeah, definitely. That's why I won't wake them up from the nap, back on them, and leaving them in a car.
1: See, that's what I don't do. I go from the Bowser to the petrol station moonwalk. So I keep eyes on them the whole time. They're never out of my sight. I've locked the car. I'm ten meters away, fifteen meters tops.
2: Nah, there's too many things Hilly. that could go wrong. What happens if someone runs in to the petrol I'm station and ta- takes it up? I've watched too many of those open. midday
0: movies no, where yeah, kids get nicked and I, I
1: can't deal they're with pretend. it. Every one, of those, every one of those stories, and they come up on the news occasionally, it's always, you know, oh, I went in to get an iced coffee or something and my car's going, the kid's in the back, you know. It's always a certain type. It's never but I'm on. dropping off library books and they stole my car. <laughs> you're a, defending it yeah.
0: and you're saying it's very normal behaviour, and yet apparently the police view this differently.
2: Yeah, nice. Only in so this why? nanny state. Mate, every if time I go somewhere with Toby in the car, Alex will say to me, don't like petrol or go pick up the kids. Don't leave her in the car by So no, no, Make no. sure you take her every time because of, of what ha- Because anything can happen. Yeah, I was going in to get a
1: pack of darts and my car's gone. It's always that. Now, I'm saying every other state, an unreasonable amount of time. This isn't unreasonable. This is 10 seconds to tap my card and come back in. Getting a five and a two-year-old boy out of a car to go and pay for petrol for 10 seconds, what a a waste of time. The door's locked. Okay. I've got the key in my pocket. You two must leave the car with stuff in it.
0: No, no, I do this. I just can't leave my. I'm thinking once they're teenagers, yes, but a, a ch- small child. I don't know. Yeah, I just can't for ten d- seconds do that. You, you know what? You are absolutely firing up the phones. Thirteen, ten, sixty. I think oh. that these people are either agreeing with you or not agreeing with you. So uh, feel free to join the conversation, uh, and and no judgment. Don't look at me, don't, bro. <laughs> you might not be alone. And, I'm judging. Yeah, I know. But if
1: people don't lock their car, that's on them. Always lock the car. Uh,
0: have we got – does does Taylor want to – no, Taylor's not coming through. Okay. Well, not everybody wants to actually share their opinion. Should we speak to – Put.
1: By the way, only we're Victoria. Come back.
0: Sorry. Leon and I – just a peek behind the curtain. Leon and I are doing sign language at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, every, there's a caller on every line, but we're not going to take any of them now. We're going to come back. Is I thought we're going to come
1: back. Yeah, we can As come back. As a run sheet, unless you want to As do it all now.
0: Well, I just thought maybe one call. Should we speak to Taylor? Sure. She's there in front hey. of me. Hi, G'day, Taylor. Taylor. Hello, how are you? Yeah, good, good. Taylor. Um, are you agreeing with Nick or disagreeing? No, I am disagreeing with Nick. So a couple of years ago, I had something happen to me. It was absolutely terrifying. So I was just at the petrol station, um, just popped up to, um, to my car, went in to pay, left my like, three-year-old girl in the back, um, just with the iPad, thought I'd locked the car. There we go. Um, as I was going back... There was this guy hanging around the car, about to open the door, and I had a heart attack because I'd realised I had not actually locked the so you car. So I hadn't locked the
1: door. That's in what I'm saying. I, I locked the door. I, yeah, yeah. No, that is the key the difference not, in my story. No,
0: Nick, Nick. But these days, like with these new cars, you can start the ignition without the keys. These days, like.
1: Oh no, I've got one of the, those, but the keys in my pocket and the doors locked. Yeah, but,
0: but so how do you know that they're not going to come and
1: be able, able to start the car?
2: There's mm. a predator got the hanging around yeah. the back of oh, oh, it's too Absolutely
1: scary. Absolutely I? What did I say it, before this started, Fee? Um, you
2: said everyone's going I've got it. OCD. Before <laughs> I leave the house <laughs> what, 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 in the morning, I check the stove so eight times. It's against the law. I don't care. <laughs> I lock the door. <laughs>
1: I've got OCD. I check my front door five times and I count. One, two, three, four, five. I check what the oven and the stove. if someone
2: knocks you and accidentally unlocks the key? It's not going to happen. You don't know. Hey, 301060,
0: can someone agree with Nick? Because otherwise we're not going to get through the rest of the
2: show.
3: I'll tell you what, the phone lines are in meltdown. We'll see how they feel. Uh, How do you feel? Melbourne's 1019, The Fox. It's the Foxes, Fifi Fevenick, Melbourne's number one breakfast show. And I tell you what, it, it is fired up at the moment in the studio, on the phones and across our city at the moment as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, Nick uh, just shared a law that he's breaking with us. We'll um, continue to do so. Um, Fev and I have never done this. Uh, Nick, what never. is it? I, mm, I, I'm going to say I don't think I've ever done there it. There we
1: go. Now, what it is, there is when go. I go and pay for <laughs> petrol, if I've got my five and two-year-old in the car, I'll lock the car. Triple, I lock so many times. As I said, anything to do with locked doors and the stove. My wife thinks I've got OCD. I'll check the stove before I come to work. I check the front door a bunch. So I'll lock the car, check it again and again, go in and pay for petrol, takes 10 seconds, come back out. Drive off. Getting a, a big, five-year-old no and two-year-old
2: pa- waiting to pay. Do you know what don't no, I'll like sit about in the car and wait I've, until I'm in and out. I've
0: always and, and, and Daisy's still in a car seat, and I and, and when even as babies, and I've I know in the time I've gone, I could just run in and do it, but my brain kicks into. I cannot have that. My child gets stolen, or but even they won't if to. you lock the car. I know, but also do every
1: news story, no, every one where the kid gets taken, thing, and they haven't locked the car. But
0: my other thing is that's the only it's way a it happens. Busy petrol stations are busy. They're chaotic. I don't. Where I don't,
1: are you filling up? But
0: I don't even <laughs> like them alone in the car. Like that's scary. Like where's mum? For ten the seconds. Car. No, I want them- boys. Can, I'm
1: going in to pay for petrol. You're going to slow me down.
0: I'm a helicopter parent who want. I want to see, be with them all the time. So I've, I've never left my now, kids in the said, car. as I said, I've got eyes
1: on them. The whole time okay. I moonwalk backwards into the shop to pay. I'm not having a look. Should I grab a maxi bond while I'm here? Oh my god, two for two for one coke, no oh, sugars. How do you not, your beauty?
0: So <laughs> leaving leaving kids in the car while you go and pay for petrol, Joanne in Nary Warren. This is firing up Melbourne. Where do you stand on it?
1: Oh, good morning. How are you all? Good morning, um, Joanne. You know, <laughs> you know what? Uh, I completely agree with Nick. You know, this getting them out of the car, walking them all in, it just takes too long, right? What You're just man. gonna. Just got to lock the car and go in, pay for the you'll come back out. Right? Lock the, the car. Only time, the only time you wouldn't do it is this, like, excessive heat.
0: You know? you can't leave them in the car when it's super. Yeah, of course. Over 50. You've got three, Joanne. Like, Trixie's 10 now. She's in an age where if it was just her, yeah. I reckon once they're teenagers, you mm. can leave them in the car. But this mm. is the babies and toddlers and little ones. Oh. Will you They're leave fine. them too, Joanne. They're fine. They're fine. They're fine. It's like leaving them in the high chair in the kitchen and running out and get something from the, you know, from the other room. And come back. They're fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just but dodgy not... pe- you see, I just see you're dodgy in your, people yeah, oh, you're out in of cars. You're in your
2: house, Joanne. You're not. You, there's no one else in your house at a petrol station. You don't know what seedy customers are hanging around.
0: Oh, there's tons of them. Don't yeah, but that's oh, why I've And you leaving your, keys, your kids in the, the car. car. Got to now, lock the lock car. car, smash
2: the window, and drive off. Nick See ya. Is, Nick's I've very appreciative kids.
0: because you're siding with him. Unfortunately, the law is siding with Fev and I. But mm. um, the other thing I'd say is, Nick, to counter your argument about the locked door, what about somebody wants your baby so much, smashes the window?
2: Oof. That's what I just said, Smashes
0: yeah. it to get why? your kid out. Because they're a predator.
1: Do you know how loud my kids are? They're, it'd be but worse no than the wasn't. alarm going off. Okay, we've tried to take the wrong kid.
0: <laughs> Sarah, in everything, <laughs> on the
2: front doorstep. Hi,
0: Sarah. Hi. Um, I disagree. I've got a dog, an assistance dog, and even he comes out of the car with me. Let alone leaving a child in the car.
1: Oh well, that's a, but an assistance dog is to assist you. Children are the Correct. opposite of assistance. They're slowing me Correct. down. No, Correct. Sarah. If I had an assistance dog, I'd take it out. But kids, you, I'm leaving in. You him. leave
3: your
0: kids and you take the dog. Well, the dog's for assistance. No, nah. nah, disagree with you totally. Sorry, Nick. Oh, so does the right, law, Sarah.
1: Sarah. I love this. Just here, I just, just in old nanny state, Melbourne. Um, you know where it's fine, Northern Territory. <laughs> oh, go for it, mate. Probably up here because you've already committed crime somewhere exactly. else. <laughs> What's wrong with another one, <laughs> You hide up there.
0: They're all. No, they're not. Um, Jason from Laverton North. Hi, Jace. Hi, how are you going? Yeah, good, Jason. Yeah. Where um, do you I, stand I, on this?
4: I agree with Nick. Um, by the time he lugs the kids out of the car, I'm waiting yeah. behind him, waiting, oh. waiting to pour my petrol. He goes in there, comes out. It's just too long. Exactly. How many, too how many kids
2: long. do you have, Nick? I mean, Jason. Um, zero.
4: Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> I like it. Wow. Oh,
0: you're, you're like looking it. into the not, future. I'm not going to
1: take his car because I don't want two screaming kids. So. Exactly. So yeah.
0: that's what I often think about when you see those stories. Cause they're the ones that terrify me when cars get nicked. And there's, uh, that, that thief has got to be kicking themselves. Like, you know, as they're driving off and they yeah. hear the cry, go, you're kidding me.
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs>
0: like,
2: yeah, they f- di- I'm assuming
0: a lot of those cases, they didn't just want the child in the back. be be like, man, just I've just the got the a grass
2: Mercedes and there's two screaming kids in the back. <laughs> now when I fill up and there's a line and I think, God, oh, I've got to take Toby out of the car. I always drive, jump back in the car and drive into the little car park, you know, the the front, and then i get Toby out. But then when you do take your kids in, siding with Nick a little bit, oh, can I have an ice cream? Can I have a chubba chubba? Can Mm -hmm. I have this? You end up paying bloody half the petrol you're spending on candy. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. It's like, man. It's cheaper to get carjacked.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Melbourne's 101.9,
3: The Fox. It is Fifi Feveni.
0: Now, we're about to be joined by a man named Danny Shannon. Now, Danny has an incredible story. Uh, Not only because he managed to escape prison, but also because he's managed to change the circumstances that put him in prison in the first place. And he's now helping others. Danny, thank you for joining us.
4: Of course. Good to be here.
0: We'll get to your great escape story, Danny, because let's be honest, that's what everyone wants to hear. And we don't want to glorify how you landed in prison, but it is an important part of the story. How did you end up in prison?
4: Yeah, great question. So, look, my my, um, my criminal history is all just drug-related offences. It's a nice throw-off to say drug-related offences because really that could come out in anything. But what it was was stealing cars, breaking, in, as high... High speed police pursuits, um, stealing. I've actually quite proud to say I've never been charged with a violent offence. Um, oh wow. Which is yeah, which <laughs> is I'm quite <laughs> I'm quite this placid kind of guy, you know. Um, I first started getting locked up in boys' homes at sixteen. By the age of eighteen, I was in Parramatta prison, the big boys. In two thousand one, I the great escape. Uh, from Dale, I think that's where you were alluding to.
1: All right, I reckon everyone's imagined how they would escape if they ended up in prison, but you, <laughs> you've you actually done it. How long had you been thinking about busting out?
4: Well, I'd done about 18 months in that prison, actually. Um, Good question. So I'd done about 18 months in that prison, and there was this one weakness in the security of the fence that I'd spotted, because I always wanted to get out. The thing is, I had, I'd say, a bunch of money stashed outside. Let's say... 30k and it was just itching at me so i was always looking at maybe just getting out you know of course because i'm an addict as well like i will do anything to get a fix you know even though i'm on the methadone as well so that kind of would get me through but anyway i'd spotted this spot and i said i reckon i could get out there you know right so how did you actually manage to break out of prison bro i had gotten involved in this religious program and it was held in the visiting area on a wednesday night now i just want to declare that I used to go there because they had really good coffee and biscuits. <laughs> Not for any other reason. I went to that um that course for months and it was the sixth of February. It was actually my partner's birthday that day. And I remember I got on the phone to her, I said, Michelle, I said, if I could come home tonight, she had my money, right? <laughs> so I was I was keeping a close eye on her, right? If I could come home tonight, um, would that be okay? And she's gone, I'm sure she just rolled her eyes and said, Yeah, sure, yeah, Dan. And um, mate, that night, um, at the end of at the end of this uh program, while everyone was inside holding hands saying a prayer, I'd sh- I'd my way out the back and started scaling this uh twenty foot fence. By the time we get to the twenty foot fence, there's this big overhanging barrel, and to be honest, I don't know how I did it. Now I remember thinking, if I fall, I'm dead here. You know, I'm going to break my ribs. I'm going to break my neck. And I didn't, but I got up on there and as I headed towards the exit or the perimeter, an officer had spotted me up on the fence. I had to run through razor wire, cut my legs to pieces um, and launched off the top of this 24-foot fence by this time because the barrel was huge and I landed on my arm, I broke my arm. The police, the dog squad are on their way. I'm running down towards Parramatta River and I always had the plan that I was going to swim across, but now I'm bleeding as well, a shark-infested river as well. It's about 100 metres in in width. It's huge and it's pitch black, but by now I've got the coppers down there, water police are on their way up the river, pole air's up there in the sky, and the coppers with their torches and the dogs going crazy. And I'm thinking, I'm going to get bit by a shark, but the adrenaline right then at that moment was so uh, breathtaking, you know, but, uh, mate, I got away.
1: All right, so you're out now. Where do you go next?
4: So I went straight to Perth where I was um pinched um, seven days later on Fe- on Valentine's Day and I always tell people, with the partner, she got done for harbouring, <laughs> oh. uh, and I always tell people how romantic. So they catch you and take you back in
2: the clink, bro. So what ends up happening? Do you get, like, put into solitary or you just, you know, you're down by yourself so they, out?
4: They throw the book at you? I ended up getting 21 days, mate. 21 days. So I literally got out of prison for seven days. I partied hard and I um, and I got 21 days. So although I've got an E-class so if I ever go back to jail again, and I certainly did, I'm in maximum security 24-7.
0: So Danny, once you end up serving your time, and this would resonate with a lot of families who struggle with substance abuse, um, how did you end up turning your life around?
4: You know, finally in 2009... Um, after 49 attempts at getting clean. I just started doing some things differently, and um, on on Christmas Day 2009 was the last time I, I, I came close to picking up drugs. That day I was just about to hand over the money after horrific family Christmas where I just felt full of shame and guilt. I was 60 days absent, I was raw, I was unguarded, I was full of shame, surrounded by all my family members. I thought, I can't do this, and um, that day I... I I I changed my mind and I didn't get on and I haven't come close to picking up another substance since.
0: That's incredible, Danny. Um, thank you for sharing all of this with us. Now you've got a new app. It's called Encapsulator, uh, and it's designed to help those recovering from addiction. What made you want to build this app?
4: So I, I just celebrated a big milestone, and I, and I thought to myself, I wonder what I was like when I first entered recovery. You know, I forget what it was like. What was I thinking? How was I feeling? So I came up with this idea, this concept to record a video message to my future self, which was, you know, it's like a time capsule. And and that day when I sat down, I'd done a little bit of research and some questions I might ask my future self. And I sat down before the camera and immediately when I started talking, I noticed this really unique therapeutic process. This was me talking to my future self. I thought about my mom, my dad, my son. I wished that I had good relationships with them. Um... And I also thought this would be a wonderful tool to help other individuals to track and document their own progress. And look, when I watched that video five years later, which was very ambitious at the time too, because I always talk about recovery being just for today, I um, I just noticed I got goosebumps watching that video to see how far I'd come. For me, I'm incredibly blessed. Every goal I wanted to achieve in that video that I initially made had come true. And even more importantly, my beautiful daughter, who is now sick. She didn't even like exist when I made that video. And it's like, yeah, it's such a unique process. So um, today we've got over 30 expert design programs. And when I say expert design programs, each program has a series of questions and activities that come up on screen to help guide individuals to explore, you know, their emotions and also give people the ability to express themselves in a safe, confidential space without fear of judgment. And the Yeah, the feedback's been incredible, sir.
3: Well, you can download Danny's new self-improvement app, encapsulator on the app store. It's on Google Play as well. It's an incredible idea. If you have friends or family or anyone else uh, that might have a similar story, a lot of people can relate to this as well. Make sure you get out there, download it. Danny, we really appreciate sharing your story and your time here with Fifi Fevenick today.
4: Thanks so much,
3: man. Melbourne's 101.9, The Fox. It is the Fox's Fifi Fevenick, Melbourne's number one breakfast show. I'm
0: very security-minded, uh, boys. You know this. Um, I just <laughs> talked about earlier when you were saying, yep. fe- uh, Nick, that you'd leave you leave the boys in the car to go and get petrol. The
1: car's locked. The car is locked, but
0: I can't minded. even leave them there because I'm too scared that someone might take them. They're the most precious thing in the world to me. To get I'm-
2: into Fee's house, she's got one of those eye things. <laughs> You got to put your eye up. Oh, it's, yeah, scandi- no, no, yeah. it's
0: not, but it's closed. I've got lots of levels of security for the mm. house. I yeah. can people with
2: hats out the front, big ones.
0: Cameras everywhere. You don't even know where the, the cameras beaters. are. Hidden cameras. There's all stuff happening. Wow! I do have someone working for me, and I could see in the backyard what they were doing while I was in the bedroom. I'm like, I wonder if they know I can see everything.
2: Wow! <laughs>
0: um, but it's, it's all very. Cameras no, but, in the teddies. But there are some things that. <laughs> You focus on, and I do focus on security, but I may have focused on it a little too hard. Oh, jeez! For someone that focuses over on summer. security,
2: you always leave your stuff in the car. You leave your pass at home. When I lock it.
0: Yeah, I no, I'm. I can be forgetful with personal goods. Yeah, but that's not. Uh, but I'm still good with my security. So over summer, I went down to the beach, and um, as I was leaving. I look at things that are really important to me. One, uh, and I often kids. think, well, the kids are the most important. So if you got them, you're good. But then if I see valuables, I'm like, okay, if somebody broke in, don't want to really lose that. So then what I do is, um, separate to all the security systems that hopefully deters them from breaking in, I do my own hiding and I hide things. Um, by I,
2: oh, I think I, I already know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> you're I, also forgetful.
0: I hide them so well. Oh, no. Oh. I can't <laughs> find them. And I have now spent three days looking, looking for, for Daisy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I often take jewellery with me. I'm not actually a massive jewellery person, so I don't have that much, but I did have a little bit of jewellery. And I went, I will hide that box of jewellery. What jewelry. do you mean you
1: don't like jewellery? <laughs> your hands are going <laughs> clank, clank, clank <laughs> no, in no, front of her. She's got got you look couple. like a Michael
2: Hill window. <laughs> <laughs> she's got a new necklace on. She's got big earrings.
0: I
1: really like
2: jewellery. I don't.
0: Yeah, but I wear it. What I mean is I don't have a stash of ones that I go through. Because you
1: put it all on at the same <laughs> yeah, time and come I mean, in. Is that a part of your security? Anyway, I just wear guys, it all?
0: <laughs> I've hidden a jewellery box in my house and I cannot find
2: it. Oh, my God. This is so much fun. Can we? Can us just, three oh. boys go to your treasure house hunt. and do a treasure hunt? Oh. Whoever finds it. <laughs> yeah. Because I think Nick said he kept, went over to your joint before the show to plan it like last week mm. and he went to cash converters. I rang him. He's like, what oh, cash that? converters? Uh-huh. <laughs> What'd you get? How much? (laughs) I was like, is it Prada? How do you say it?
0: (laughs) But over the years, no, but I'm not kidding. I'll do things and I try to go a criminal. Louis Vuitton. I don't have a criminal mind, but I've watched enough law and order to go. I just don't think they will think that I would put something that valuable there. And then I'm not kidding over my lifetime as an adult living on my own. I am sure I have chucked out things. I've chucked out Like I might've hidden them in pockets Mm. of jackets. I would have thrown out. Precious things in my life because I've hidden them so well, and then I've thrown out wherever I've hidden.
4: Can I give you a
1: tip? What I do? It's like if I park in a big car park, I take a photo of the car near something, and then a video of where Ah. it is. So if I go away and put something somewhere, I take a photo of it, so I know the day I've left. Okay, that you know that's where it is. Great tip. In that
2: drawer.
0: Oh, that's a very. That's what. Yeah, but then what if somebody stole my phone and then they'd see the photo of what I've hidden? Yeah,
2: and they get all the codes. I wouldn't oh. leave stuff on your phone. I have thought that far ahead. See, I'm security okay, see minded. I'm thinking through all this. You don't have anything like you You've lost everything. The, like when you lock your kids in the car. Can we please come to your house and do a treasure hunt?
0: No. Oh. No, you can't. Sh- Surely you've got you footage mean? from
1: all the cameras. You could go to the day where you hit it mm. and then find out through all those cameras.
0: i think, I think, yeah. she,
2: I think she wipes them.
0: The inside ones.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: 1019 The Fox.
0: Time to give you an answer for Alpha Bucks. If you're playing at 8am on Thursday, Jan 18, the letter will be the letter N, N, and the question will be something you wear. Nappy. Yeah. Yeah. Knickers. Nighty. No, knickers is a K.
3: K. It is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Melbourne's 101.9, The Fox.
3: Hello. It is your number one breakfast show, Fifi, Feb and Nick.
0: Phones, phones. We're leaving phones. Phones Mm. would be, like if you think about it, almost... Oh, no, definitely. I was going to say nearly as important as your car key, but then people don't have cars, so it's actually more important. It's got your life on it. It would have – it's got your phone – sorry, your life, your credit card, your code. It can open people's apartment buildings or offices.
1: I I was walking around over the holidays. We're up in Sydney, and I forgot – I've got to get a new phone. The charger point's broken. It didn't charge overnight. So I went flat in the morning, and then Lucha's like, go for a walk. I'm going to make the boys brekkie.
2: Did you have to fly to China to get it charged? The <laughs>
1: Huawei, called up Beijing, gives a hand. And uh, I was just by myself with no phone, just taken on reality head on. <laughs> Not a fan. Want something to look at.
0: It's a strange feeling, isn't just it? But we around. did live before. My well, a lot of us did yeah. live before these mobile phones. But what's happening is, and this is a, a news story that... Um, would concern parents, probably. Um, Gen Zedders. Which ones are they? They're the 1995. No. It's, not, it's, 80, it's
2: sort of 80 to Maybe? 2010. What year
0: were you born? 87.
2: 87, yeah.
0: Oh, no, it's after you. So these are the 95 to 2009s. Um, the simple act of making a phone call is one of their greatest fears. Oh, no, I love a so, call. Well, the, no, but you're not part of these people. Oh, yeah. You're before them. <laughs> so these are the ones. Right. These are the ones who grew up with <laughs> phones, mobiles. They yeah. they don't understand. But so they they will not answer a phone call. They'll only text. And it's actually a genuine fear and anxiety. And psychologists are dealing with it. And I was thinking about this. And for anybody who is one of the who's a Gen Y, Gen Xer, baby boomer, I didn't know before you. I didn't know there was a before baby boomers. They were they were called builders. So. Our what? great, pe- our grandparents or great-grandparents are called builders.
1: I thought, aren't they the greatest generation or They the should be. Yeah. They lived
0: through a lot. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. Remember when we were kids, and I say this as a Gen Xer, um, and Fev is
2: one year off being a Gen when, Xer, when, when, which when is you, so When you frustrating. say you were younger, is that, did you just have the cups with the string? No. You oh. are
0: one year off being a Gen Xer, so come with me. Hey, I'm a millennium. Here's the thing. Millennium. Here's the thing <laughs> about <laughs> being a Gen Xer is we used to do that thing with the landlines. So if, your friend, if you wanted to call your friend after school, so when you started getting to yeah. like, you know, grade three, grade four, or whatever, and you'd want to call a friend or grade six, you'd have to do this terrifying thing where you'd have to speak to their parent. Yeah,
1: of course. So you'd oh, ring. Yeah. And that
0: that pit in your stomach when their dad would answer the phone, go, hi. And you'd go, hello, uh, Mr. Stewart, it's it's um Fee- 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 Fiona here. Can I please speak to Amber?
2: Were you ring like, an elf? Sorry, what? <laughs> Were you ringing elf? Yeah,
1: these flaming it. galas always on me phone. <laughs> Mr. Stewart, Did I sound like elf? no, no elf Mr. Stewart. Mr. Stewart. Oh, that's very <laughs> good. Thing to
0: Amber Stewart, very
3: good.
0: Um, yeah, but that thing, and yeah. then even worse when you started dating and you'd have a boyfriend or girlfriend yeah. and you'd have to ring and get past. But see, we used to live through things that these Gen Zs wouldn't even. That's terrifying. They wouldn't now even know least, what a
2: landline was. Boxing.
0: Now you can just ring and speak straight to your friend.
1: The landline now. There was one on Burke Street at the Christmas break. Went to see the bluey windows outside of Maya and there's oh, a big they Telstra. <laughs> no, I th- I thought they were great. You didn't mm. like them? No, wasn't that <laughs> well? Anyway, I liked them. the <laughs> The Telstra phone box was there, and you can use it free calls. It's free Wi-Fi, but you could just pick up and dial Santa. So, my son had never used a, a phone. landline yeah. before. He put it to his ear and we called and he's like, Santa, just stop talking to Santa. But, so, that's what he thinks landlines are now. You just talk to Santa. I up to
2: the top shop. It was about a five minute walk to ring my girlfriend at the time because I didn't want mum and my brother to hear. So, I used to put like, I don't know, it was like 30 cents or something in. And you talk for, mm. you'd be there for two hours in the box. Yeah. Just standing there talking on a. But the kids wouldn't even know what a phone box was.
0: No, I know. It's
2: unbelievable. My daughter, Lulu. I reckon I'm like this. I don't like talking to people on the phone. I always miss it and go, oh, hey, man, in a meeting. So I text.
0: Yeah, I won't answer phone calls. Yeah,
2: I only answer, like, my mates. Mm-hmm. Like, like I would answer all oh, you guys. You do have but, a, a different
1: tone on the phone. You seem, you seem a bit more serious.
2: Yeah, because I, like, I just want to get off. Business. I'm usually watching a multi on, like, on, on TV, <laughs> and I don't want to get interrupted, or I'm watching a TV show.
0: But I feel like we've earned that as... <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> We've heard that. No,
0: we have. See, I don't answer phones. If you, if you, I don't know you, I am not answering the phone. But because we lived through all this, we lived through having to l- live with landlines. I remember the Phillip Island, Um, every Christmas summer holidays at the Anchor Bell Caravan Park, you'd have to go up to the communal phone and stand in a queue every night with the mozzies and wait for people. It was the only phone, like, for miles.
2: Like you're in and you'd stand waiting in a call.
0: queue because well, my parents were divorced, so I'd have to call mum. So, yeah, you'd put your 50 cents in and mm. have a, but I have to stand there in the queue. Like we've lived through all of that. Now we get to pick and choose when we answer phones. You know,
1: there's a new phone that you can, if a phone call comes in, you can use AI to answer the phone wow. and you just sit there and tap away going, you tap, who is this? And it'll say, who is this? And it's just a voice. Oh,
2: too much effort. Do you know what I've
1: realized? <laughs> just don't too- answer.
2: <laughs>
3: All
0: of this, though, think about it. You know, the profession that will benefit from all of this, because once you can do that, psychologists, like people are actually going, we're going to go insane. Like, if you can't even talk to someone on the phone, you need AI Mm. to talk for you. You need therapy. Like, that's what's going to happen. My wife's cousin
1: just became a psychologist, and I was like, dude, you've turned up to (laughs) Ballarat in the gold rush era. Get ready, son. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
4: 1019, The Fox. Hey,
0: we often talk about uh, youth crime in Victoria yeah. at the moment. In fact, some, I think the police or some, some people are trying to say that we don't have a problem with crime. No, Someone, pre- Someone just war. got
1: charged. Pushing an old bloke off a pier. I yeah, that read was that horrible. story yesterday.
0: I, well, I, I saw oh. screenshots. That is disgusting. Mm-hmm. It is disgraceful. That made me furious. 79 year old down there. Was it M- Mornington Pier? Yeah, couldn't swim. L- oh. Night, no, could not swim. The poor sort man is standing mm. there on the pier Having and this hoodlum. <laughs> Horrible kid, fourteen years old, pushes him off for fun. Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: at three in the morning, throw the black. book
0: at that kid. What? That is mm. disgusting. What are they no, all was, doing it? I think it was eleven yeah. fifty. It was, oh, was, a, it? It, was a, it was between like eleven and twelve oh. p.m. And yeah, the guy, wow. the poor seventy nine year old, he can't swim, but any other, the, some luckily bystanders are able to get him out. That is just oh, mm. make my blood boil. That story. Uh, but then the flip side in Queensland. Is they're charging pensioners? <laughs> uh, an old couple, seventy couple. They 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 they're in trouble. They're in a Brisbane car park, and they were keen luxury cars. Uh, awesome. One of them key to Tesla, the other key to white BMW. But because, and everyone should oh, know this, oh. if you if you're prone to keen a car. Uh, a lot of these luxury cars that you might be keen, they have cameras, cameras yeah. that will record you as you do it. Good to know. It, it, no, it actually is good. I think you should
1: need to know that. Yeah, egg from a distance. So the Smart. owners of
0: these cars have video footage of mm. them doing. Anyway, they've both turned up in court. Um, they've explained their outburst um as the direct result of an earlier incident, which was road rage. They believe these cars cut them off. So it was really oh. just a, a, a moment of road rage. Which,
1: wow. you know, a lot of That's people say TV. when you get older, you're probably... You know, you just calm down in your elderly age. But I can definitely see myself going the way of Raymond and Barbara here and just going, I don't have a job to lose. I'm 70. What are you going to do? Take my pension?
2: Yeah. I don't reckon they actually care. No. They would have got home, had a shandy, and just sat down and went, ah, well, what are we going to do tomorrow?
1: So I brought this up to my wife, Luch, yesterday. I was like, hey, gorgeous. How good? When we're 70, we can just kick off, you know? And she was appalled.
2: What'd she say back to you? She would have said, hey, gorgeous. No, she was... She was like, that's disgusting behaviour.
0: There was an obvious line there, I thought you'd take, and now I don't want to take it. What,
2: she won't be with you when you're 70? Yeah, I didn't (laughs) want to say that. I I can't bag him early. We just got back. There's no way Looch is going to be with him when he's 70. Give me a fat little bloody possum sitting there. Go
4: on, give me another beer. Looch,
1: gorgeous. Shut up, Nick. Going to be (laughs) keying a Mercedes and a Land Rover after this. Melbourne's
3: number one breakfast show It's the Foxes, Fifi, Fev and Nick
0: Fifi, Fev and Nick Have the energy you need to start your day But Ovo, have free energy to keep you going right through lunch Search the free three plan to find out more Available to residential customers where Ovo operates
4: Decencies apply Wake up with
3: Fifi, Fev and Nick On the Fox